All right, everyone, welcome to episode 11. We are now halfway through season one, and boy, do we have a real doozy for you this week. To bring this one home, I'm joined by two of my best buds, Greg and Xander. Cheers. Hey, how's it going? Happy to be here. (laughs) I don't know if that's the case. Uh, So anyway, guys, imagine being drip dry, half naked, and your only towel being a piece of bounty quicker picker upper and then you open the door from the bathroom as the steam escapes into two giant workers with mini blinds a can of paint and an angry landlord all while your friends are cackling laughing on the berber carpeting down the hall i don't even know how we got here but that's exactly where we were this week and so this episode takes us to dc uh 2013 kind of getting the band back together after college on a little road trip And ultimately, what ensues is nothing short of a complete sitcom. It's chaos from the jump, as always. And there's a complete just cast of characters who continue to find themselves in this apartment, none of which we were prefaced for, by the way. None. So stay tuned and we'll see what happens. All right, everyone, welcome back for another one. So we're gonna just jump right in. This one is 2013, we're heading down to DC. So we're getting the band back together. We had all graduated college in 2012. So it's my buddy Xander, Greg, and our fourth roommate, Brad, who at the time was living in DC, working at NIH, and was kind of having us all down to his new place. So we kind of just hatched this plan as we always do with really no real plan, we just kind of jumped in. And we're like, all right, we're heading down for the weekend, show us DC. And uh, he's like, all right, sounds good. So honestly, I think, Greg, I picked you up. Yep. Okay. And so we're carpooling down. And I would say we got there like after dinner hour, pretty like early evening. And then what time did you get there? I think just about an hour after you guys. Okay, like an hour behind us. So we show up. It's a nice, I would say, what was it? It was like a summer evening. So it was pretty nice outside. We're on the patio. And um, Brad had basically had some drinks ready for us and I think was maybe pre-gaming our arrival, if I can be so bold, Brad. And um, so Greg had brought this thing called a mini keg from Oberon. And it was basically like this keg, which probably had, I don't know, maybe the equivalent of 10 or 12 beers. About 12 pack. Yeah. So we're on the porch drinking this. Xander joins us. And before you know it, we're all just kind of catching up and picking up where we left off, having a great time. Um, but that's where the good feelings end. And so really from then on, things really just went in a way that had I not had some backup or actual authentication of the crazy that no one would believe what's about to unfold. But ultimately our, um, our host Brad sort of slithered into the ether and like disappeared on us. Absolutely disappeared. Just totally (laughs) disappeared on us. And, um, we kind of had a couple more beers on the porch before we're like, oh, wow, he's actually asleep. He just tucked himself into bed. So at this point, yeah, like an hour later, we're like, all right. And at this point too, mind you guys, it's a three bedroom apartment. um, And he was getting some new roommates. We weren't really sure. It's kind of a transient situation, but we hadn't met anyone else that evening. So we're like, okay, whatever. We're just going to tuck ourselves into the fucking Berber carpeting here in the living room. So that night, um, everyone kind of brushes their teeth and we kind of like scrummage up some blankets and towels, or excuse me, and pillows. And we kind of just tuck ourselves in. Like we're all in the living room. It's like, all right, well, good night. We'll see you in the morning. Exactly. Well, again. That's where it ends. That should have been the story. That's most people's stories, not us. So it's probably, I don't know, pushing to 2.30 in the morning. And all of a sudden there's this like, like aggressive knock on the door. And we're in an apartment complex. So at first I roll over, I'm a light sleeper. I'm like, is that, is that our door? And then it like progressively gets more loud. And I'm like, I think that's our door. 
Now, slug one and slug two over here, zero help. They're not even going to peel themselves even remotely from this Berber carpeting that we're all laying on. So I'm like, whatever, let me just go see the door. So I get over the door and I'm looking through the peephole and there's this like absolutely blasted kid on the other side, looking like he just walked off of the Kentucky Derby, complete like polo shirt, tucked into his like pressed shorts from J. Crew. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like the other roommate we didn't meet earlier? Did he lose his key? Like, what's the vibe here? And this is so, about the time we woke up because I didn't even hear it. Anymore. Yeah. So then these guys wake up. So I open the door. And, like, I open it, like, cautiously, right? Like, I don't even live here. Like, this isn't even my house. Like, what am I doing answering the door? But, like I said, God love Brad. He's treats and snoozing in the back room. <laughs> After he threw up in the trash can. Oh, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> we didn't know that until later. But I'm uh, sorry, Brad. I mean, it did happen. So I open this door. <laughs> I open this door. And this kid just, like, is Jordan here? And I'm, like, who the fuck is Jordan? <laughs> and he's, like, that's my friend. And I was, like... I don't know who Jordan is. My friend Brad lives here. And he's like, well, who are you? And I was like, dude, you don't have any power to be asking me questions. I'm on this side of the door, okay? (laughs) And he's just like, well, my friend Jordan, like he left me at the bar. And I was like, honestly, probably for dead. So what are you doing here? And he's like, well, this is his house. And I'm like, so confused. These two are giggling from the fucking carpet. (laughs) I'm like negotiating with this terrorist in his fucking shorts. So I'm like, all right, dude, well, how do I know? that you actually know the guy that lives here. And so somehow, I don't know, in my like half drunk, half tired mentality, I I was like negotiating with this guy to basically let him in. And I was like, I was like, all right, is it really Jordan? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, if I let you in, are you going to kill me? (laughs) And he's like, no. So dude, my heart sank. I was like, okay, fine. I opened the door. This guy fucking barrel rolls down the hallway, like fucking lightning. Forest Gump style. This motherfucker's Beretta firing down the hall. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And, um, you know, Brad's asleep. And so this guy comes back from the hallway. He's like, he's like, Jordan's not here. I'm like, yeah, asshole. That's what I've been saying. I don't even know who the fuck Jordan is. I was like, who are you? And he's just like, I'm his friend, but my phone's dead. Do you have a charger? And now these two are like giggling one, giggling two on the floor. Cause this is like, what's going on? So I'm like, yeah, dude, I have a charger. Let's just like go try and like hotwire your phone and figure this out. So I take him into the kitchen. I give him my phone charger. And you know how iPhones like are dead, dead. So when they're dead, dead, it takes a couple minutes for it to like, like kind of come on. So I'm like dealing with this kid in the kitchen. He's like, what's the weirdest thing? He's like, I was hanging out with my friends. Like all of a sudden they were gone. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't give a fuck. All right. It's like three in the morning and I'm tired. I want to be asleep. (laughs) And he's just like, um... Okay, so he gets his phone on. He tries calling Jordan twice. I'm like, look, Jordan doesn't give a shit about you. I was like, you can crash here, I guess, because, like, where else am I going to put this guy? And we've really deduced by this point, like, he's not an axe murderer. He's just a drunk J. Crew kid. Well, for sure. And also, while this is all happening, we're still laying on the carpet. We didn't even move. No, didn't even flinch. (laughs) Not even an iota of help. So, finally, we get this guy to figure out, like, his friend doesn't care about him, but I'm giving him a place to stay. I was like, you can just go crash in Jordan's room. Like, I'm making the authority call. It's 3.15 now. Fucking done with this shit. I go lock the door, and um, he starts being mouthy. I don't know what he was getting mouthy about. Something like he wanted my phone cord overnight. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm charging my phone, bitch. You got 8%. You're out of here. <laughs> and he's just like, I was like, you can take your fucking lobster ass shorts and just roll down. They have that embroidering. Like, have you ever seen those obnoxious shorts at J. Crew that have like an embroidered animal? And I was like, you can take your fucking lobster ass shorts down the hall and go to bed. Like, we'll figure this out in the morning. Good night. Like, I'm done here. I was fucking like, uh uh-uh. uh. And then he goes, he has the audacity, this seemingly homeless kid 10 minutes ago with a dead phone who have not only given a place to stay, but also some jar charge in his batteries. Uh, actually, they're bonefish. <laughs> 
I literally was like, I'm going to slap this kid. I'm not a physical person. And then this motherfucker. So I chime in and say, yeah, Mike, they're bonefish. <laughs> to which laughing track number one, Xander is just like cracking up. And so I like whip around to these two and I was like, can you guys do me a solid and shut the fuck up? And so they're just like. <laughs> so we send him down the hallway to the bedroom. We all tuck ourselves back into that Berber carpeting. I mean, it couldn't have been more plush. And ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, we wake up in the morning. So the morning rolls around and here, oh, no, no, no. It's not even full morning yet. All of a sudden, I'm being stepped over by a man with a suitcase. Gleb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like five in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. like at five in the morning, this guy's making fucking Cracker Jacks in the kitchen. And I'm like, who's this cat? <laughs> I not even see Okay. And it's not the Bonefish Shorts guy. It's not Jordan. I'm like, who's this character? We were never aware this entire time, guys. We were drinking on the porch. There was another person in this building. He's a foreign exchange student from Ukraine. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so this guy slithers out by 5.30. That's crazy. So we roll back over. And if anyone knows me, I am an early riser when I drink. I don't really sleep in. I like to get it moving. So I wake up and I'm kind of getting around. Brad's kind of slithering past like Mary Poppins with the trash can. I'm like, why are you taking the trash out so early? And he's like, oh, um, <laughs> God love him. He's just like, you know, destroying the evidence. We've all been there. So now we have a little recap. And this kid, Jordan's friend, we'll call him, is passed out still. So it's now the four uh, amigos kind of reassessing what happened. You know, Brad peels off. We catch him up to speed that we have a new guest. We let Gleb out, but we let the stranger in. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? And so we're no sooner, I shit you not, we're sitting there kind of rehashing the night trying to figure it out. And there's this rat-a-tat-tat at the door. I'm like, this is busier than Grand Central over here. Right. Yeah. So here comes this new roommate of his that was to move in. I'm going to call her, for anonymity's sake, Connie. I don't know her name. But Connie and her mom roll up with a Swifter mop. And they have the Swifter. They're ready to clean the room. And they want to get this all done. And they're now speaking to each other in their, in their language, which I don't know what their language was. But it wasn't English. And they're speaking to each other in a tone that's definitely like, concern what's going on here? what's happening at this fucking brothel and so why are all these dudes tucked into the berber and connie why are you trying to live with these dudes so next thing you know she's talking to her mom and they basically dropped off like some cleaning materials like a bucket and a mop it was a wop and mom they rolled concerned. yeah mom was like we're out of here let's go to fucking like hojo's and talk over breakfast so brad's making niceties with them all good that's his friend you know whatever this is fine so then we're like all right we better start the shower train we're going to go tour DC. That's like actually the reason we're here is go see the monuments. And I actually think Brad had even secured us a tour through the Capitol building. So yes. we were going to make, make, make way to get that. And we went, I think, to the farmer's daughter or something for breakfast, whatever that farmer's founding farmers. founding farmers. Gosh, yeah. Shout out. That place is baller. So <laughs> we're getting around in the morning and I said, okay, Brad, can I just have a towel? He's like, oh gosh, you know, I didn't do enough laundry. And there's no towels. <laughs> and I was like, am I going to fucking drip dry? I'm going to be like a fucking beached whale. No bad, and no he towels. said, absolutely no problem. Ahead of his time, he handed me the quilted quicker picker upper bounty and said, here you go. So I'm fucking pat drying my balls with a fucking bounty. So as I'm getting out of the shower, it's so steamy in the shower. So I open it. We've seen that story before. Enter the Italy story if you haven't listened to that one. So I open the door and I'm literally just like, in my underwear because I'd like pat to dry and I'm in my underwear and I'm about to like walk out to a cooler room to go find my clothes. And literally as I'm opening this door, these two, I'm going to say heavier set Mexican men who are in overalls really here to get work done are just like barreling down the hallway. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what I said, but I was like stunned. He said, 
what's going on? I was like, what's happening? What's <laughs> happening? And I was like, holy shit, are we under arrest? Like, what's going on here? I'm like about to have cardiac arrest. And so literally I'm like half naked and afraid. And then these guys are just rolling down the hall with like mini blinds and a can of paint. I'm like, yeah, and you guys are just like, still on the carpet. And so I'm like, what's happening? So I walk into the hall and Brad's like, oh yeah, we had maintenance scheduled. I'm like, we had maintenance scheduled. We had a drive-by guest. We have a new roommate coming in. We had Gleb leaving. Uh, And hotels. uh, Like, what the hell's happening here? None of this was even remotely disclosed. There was no disclosure. (laughs) Yeah. So ultimately, we complete the pat dry. These two get showers, and I'll see the bounty clicker, picker, burker, upper, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> sponsor me. Uh, and so, long story short, we get on the road and we get out of there. But we're not done here because as we're ready to leave and we're all wrapping up, getting ready, Jordan returns. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yep. Or did we come back from breakfast and he was there? Oh, okay, that's what it was. So we go to breakfast and then we come back to reassess the situation before we go and get downtown on the train. I think we took the train in town. We drove yeah. to breakfast, came back to the train. Well, we come back and like Jordan's just having a just real humdinger of a recap of his evening, comparing notes with our bonefish shorts kid, whose name I still don't know to this day. I couldn't In tell. fact, I couldn't tell. I gave him, you know, I have no idea. So they're rehashing the night. He's laughing and he's like, oh, it's so funny. I thought you were dead. And this kid's like, I thought you were dead. And we're like, all right, well, what's happening here? And they literally just are going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, all right, let's wrap this up. And so I think we basically ended up leaving them there. We never saw them again, nor did we care to. And honestly, what happened was just an incredible amount of randomness. Like literally in the less than eight hours we were at that apartment, we had a knock at the door from a stranger we had to let in to a roommate we didn't even know existed who wasn't home. Another roommate who left for the Ukraine and had to catch his flight at the airport in the morning. Another roommate coming in with her Swifter mop. And then two Mexicans cleaning the repairs of the room that was getting repaired from Gleb leaving. And a partridge in a fucking pear tree. I mean, it was stunning. And no I mean, towels. Yeah. And like while you were taking a shower, these guys are rolling in. And they're like, where's Jordan? And we're like, that's the question we're wondering here too. So I was like, looking for Jordan. Where's the Jordan? anticipation, because we just knew that you were going to lose your mind when you walked out to these <laughs> Mexicans and the landlord in there. Oh, yeah, and the landlord was there. He's like, literally, I've never in my life had more activity in an apartment. And the eight hours we were there, that's right, the landlord was there too, trying to be like, okay, well, we're going to get this room repainted and fixed up so that she can move in with her Swifter mop. You know, and then Jordan will find him. He's somewhere probably climbing the monuments. I mean, it was truly stunning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then so we ended up leaving D.C. And well, we had a great time, actually. We went through the Capitol and we went on a whole walk of like, I think we even hit the Smithsonian. I mean, we did a lot at D.C., really, despite having no sleep. Um, <laughs> it's like, was Gleeva no job and no sleep? <laughs> and so literally, I think that was the kind of climax of that story. But I tell you what, unbelievable. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> To this day, they're bonefish, not (laughs) lobsters, okay? (laughs) Well, guys, I mean, (laughs) DC was definitely the capital of chaos this trip. And I mean, never fails, right? I mean, asked proactively anything we needed to bring, rolled up on the scene, and we tucked ourselves into that plush Berber, and really, we're basically the doorman for a complete carousel of crazy. And uh, it just worked out great. (laughs) And to this day, we still don't really know what Jordan did that night. Um, But we do know what they all did last summer. (laughs) I'm just kidding. The ultimate goal of the story here is just like, 
when you have a free place to crash, shit can happen. And that's just really how that went for us. Um, But anyway, as always, everyone, thanks for listening. If you're listening to this on a Friday, I hope you have a great week. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. And um, we're kind of kicking ass. I mean, this week, a ton of people listened. And and I love hearing from every single one of you. Um, So keep it up. uh, Keep laughing. And uh, have a great week. Bye.